Welcome to Full of Words, the podcast where Sue and CJ explore the power of language and effective communication to drive business success. Join us for practical insights and thoughtful discussions as we explore compelling book writing and persuasive copywriting strategies while having a few laughs along the way. Hello and welcome back to the Full of Words podcast. I'm CJ, your co-host from Catherine James Creative, and I've got the lovely Sue with me, Sue Kennedy from the Author Academy. How are you, Sue? I'm very well, CJ. How are you? I'm excellent today. Well, always excellent, but just today as well. We are recording the final recap episode of 2023. Just going over some of the most fabulous episodes that we recorded last year and talking through them so that you can listen to these to get an idea of where you might want to start listening to our podcast if you haven't followed us all the way along. So today is a bit of a focus on marketing, really. This is how we started the podcast, believe it or not. Both Sue and I met through a marketing group. What do you call it? (laughs) Online marketing mentoring group, Good Basic Bananas. And one of the episodes we talk about is with Christo Hall, who is one of the founders of Basic Bananas here in Australia. But yeah, we met there and we just decided we liked talking and we thought we'd just do it on air. So why not? Have a good laugh, talk about words. There's not enough talking about words. There's a lot of talking and a lot of words being thrown around these days, but not enough talking about words, I think, anyway. And so do you, listener, because that's why you're here. (laughs) So where do we start, Sue? Way back in the beginning, I guess, we just talked about marketing and the things that we knew being business owners. And we really, well, I guess right at the start, we talked a little bit about ourselves and what a copywriter does and what a book coach does. So there's a couple of episodes in there which we'll have in the show notes. You probably know which episode number they are, do you, Sue? I do. So, of course, intro is number one. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there you go. (laughs) Episode three was about the life of a copywriter, so you discussing about what a copywriter does and what you do. Episode four was about a book coach and how I became a book coach. And then where did we go from there? We also went to episode five where... You talked about increasing the traffic to your website. Yep. Mm -hmm. I think that was, I mean, that they've all been great, (laughs) you know, but it's very important for people to know what a book coach and, you know, copywriter does and plus Mm. how we use that in our business and why we chose to be those particular professions. Yeah, we started, yeah, with the increasing traffic to your website. That was, I think, really awesome because a lot of people, they get their website up, but then don't know what else to do. So you talk people through that, which was really very informative and very helpful. Hmm. I think it's all about that learning that just because you create a website doesn't mean people will go to it. <laughs> they've got to they've got to have help finding it, particularly with the internet being so busy and full and so many websites on there. So making sure if you want to know a little bit more about how to get people to your website. And look, that's just the beginning, isn't it? Getting people to your website. And then you've actually got to have good content and valuable resources on there that make them stay and make them want to interact with you somehow. Yes. Don't sort of land them there and then they don't know what to do next, where to go, what you're about, what you offer. Like, that's not going to help. I'll just go to the next person. So, and yeah, it's very important to try and get people to your website because you are, as you say, you're stuck in this world of millions and millions of different people that are doing what you do. 
and you had to somehow stand out in the ground. So, mm. And I think a lot of people think that social media is going to do that for them, but in fact, when you think about it, social media is really like even busier than websites, as in you're competing with people triple screening. Have you heard of that word term where they're what people watching TV, they've got the iPad and they've also got the iPhone? Oh, goodness. okay. <laughs> you might be, you know, watching a show, but you're also during the ads or something, looking up something, and then you've got something else going on, a game you're playing. Yeah. So if you think that people are going to see your ad as they scroll on by with all of those things competing with them and the dog on the lap and the cat and, and the children, then yeah, that's really hard. So if you are smart enough to get somebody to your website and work out, then put the effort in to keep them there if you can. <laughs> exactly. Well, and then in episode nine, this was really interesting, it rolls nicely into that where you talked about targeting and engaging your ideal audience. So, mm, Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the key, isn't it, as well? That's what I always ask people when they want a piece written or something is who are you talking to? Because if you don't use the right language and the right words, then you're not going to capture the people that you want to buy your product or use your service. And when we talk about right language, it just might not necessarily be using the language of the millennial or anything like that, but it's about talking to their struggles. What does your problem solve? What problem do they have and how can you solve it? And if you answer that for them, then they're going to buy from you. Ideally, exactly. And a perfect example of this is I've just redone my homepage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> days help. So I've reworded it and added a bit and moved it around so that hopefully, I'm sure that it will because you've done an amazing job and I have putting it all together and it will attract more people. And that more to the point is they'll read it and then go, oh, my goodness, I need to talk to her. So they'll click on the button and actually get in contact with me. So so thank you again for helping me with that. It's been great. No problem. Well, I've just done a similar thing with my website as well. So I've not only changed domains, so I've changed to the .au domain that's around now, but I've updated my website to reflect the fact that I do more than just copywriting. So for myself, I went through the process this year of recognizing that AI can do copywriting. The thing is, people know that they can go on and chat GPT or whatever and get something written. They don't necessarily know if it's any good. And also the AI is just regurgitating what it's seen on the website. So quite often you will note that biases and society attitudes actually work its way into AI. So you'll find things about talking about the homeowner and the breadwinner and it's really strange. You see these strange attitudes popping up. But anyway, I digress. I have reworded my website so that it talks about message alignment, which is much more than just writing. It's about your logo and your appearance, what you're talking about, who you're talking to, all that sort of thing, so that you're actually thinking about your target audience, which is where we started with this. So it's one of those key questions that you've really got to think about, isn't it? Again, you can't just set up a website and put your beautiful product on there and think people are going to buy it now, but you've got to actually get it in front of those people. Exactly. But also what uh, people may not realise and what the early adopters of ChatGPT that you know only just sort of jumping on board, 
the fact is that this is why someone like CJ is really wonderful to have because if you just put something into chat GPT, it's actually grabbing information from a few years ago. It's not mm-hmm. current. So where CJ is going to give you current stuff and the people that know how to do this properly, like CJ, you're going to get further ahead and get more people to connect with you with your message mm. than doing it on your own. And yeah, like the people that know how to use it are going to be way ahead of you. So mind. <laughs> well, thanks for that nice ad there, Sue. <laughs> Yeah, it's changing all the time. That's the crazy thing. I went to a seminar last week where they had a slide on AI that they said they had written on the Friday. This was the Wednesday and it was already out of date. (laughs) So these things, possibly by the time we're talking, they may know how to, they may be up to date. But anyway, like anything, you can do your tax yourself, you can do paint your house yourself you know, but do you want to do all those things yourself? Well, it's the same as we were just talking about, the editing of these podcasts. We'll definitely do it ourselves. However, do we have the time? No, we don't. No, and I just know, knowing myself as well, this is the same thing if I was painting a house, it just would end up not being done well and late (laughs) because I would prioritise other things. So. Yeah, sometimes it's about that accountability, isn't it, and helping other people. Yeah, so Christo talked about, well, I guess in his episode he was talking about marketing and it's a really good little mini blast off, I guess, what Christo does, which is their session where they give a full two hours of marketing advice for free. They're very generous and I remember going to that first session and thinking, that's it, I know everything. But (laughs) But it's a great session and for anyone that, hasn't just yet go to the basic bananas website and sign up it's free two hours of full-on amazing training so yeah and again it's about the implementation isn't it so we can learn anything you can learn anything online these days but it's about actually putting it into action so christo was a while ago have you got any episode 12 he was at episode 12 we got him off more early (laughs) but yeah he was i think our first yeah, my second, first or second guest that we had. But what I loved about his episode and what they do, because that's where we met as well, as you mentioned, but they do talk about marketing and they've got amazing programs, year-long programs that they do to help you implement marketing into your business, which really is great. But what I love that, yeah, what they do is so much more than just the marketing teaching you what to do with the marketing in your business. But the what that is, is that it's more of a community and also the fact that you make awesome connections like, well, you and I are a perfect example of that. Hmm. You know, and a lot of people, I mean, we've met some amazing people and we've had a few of them on as guests on our podcast. It really is a lovely community and, yeah, you meet some amazing people. Hmm. And look, I, I think that's what it's all about when it comes down to it is community and working when you've got the support of a community. I'm in a few communities, online ones, where it's business support specifically targeted to the business that you're in. It's just really, really helpful. It's a great way that we can share information and all make our businesses all better together. What's that saying that the tide rises all boats or all boats rise in the tide or something like that? So, you know, when there's help being given and everyone around can benefit, I think that's a really fabulous outcome rather than just 
some people getting access to better results than others. Yeah, but it's especially good for solopreneurs, you know, or even just very small businesses, but solopreneurs where, you know, often you'll be working at home and you don't have someone to sort of brainstorm with. So perfect to be able to learn something and then go, well, here, this is what I've done. What do you think? Yeah. Give you great feedback. It's great. Yeah. Because that's it. If you've done it, you probably think it's good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and it's not always, you know, you put it in. No. Like, oh, yeah. Okay. I never thought of that. Right. Yeah. Thank you. And yeah. Well, that's it. So other people see things that you don't see. So it's, yeah, it's really helpful. Now, the other thing, now, this is also marketing. Is in episodes 18 and 19, you spoke about your LinkedIn profile and how that's important to for your business. Yeah. And I think LinkedIn is a real place still. Some people hate it. I don't, I don't understand why. But I think if you know what it's for, and I talk about it in those episodes, that it really is business networking. You know, it's like going to a business networking event. It's not for photos of your grandchildren or cats or whatever. I love cats, by the way. Just, you know, that was, it's not for your underwater mosaic in club to meet on. <laughs> and I'm just seeing if I can make Sue laugh again. So, <laughs> so much that she can't stop. Yeah, it's for business. And if you go on there with the intention to create connections, I think actually what some people don't like about it is those creepy messages you get are sometimes like, hey, I've looked at your profile, would you like to collaborate type thing? <laughs> but I think if you really make genuine connections and you can see that first, second, third, you know, that number, it is if you go to a networking meeting IRL, as the kids say in real life, you know, look up those people afterwards and make a connection and you just never know what you'll see from them sharing or you sharing. They'll see things. So many times I've heard so many success stories from people going, I never realised anyone was watching but I kept my strategy, I kept being consistent, and then I landed this amazing role or this amazing project and it went from there. Yeah. And just to quickly in case people don't understand the first, second, third connections, so, yeah, the first is say if I go to a networking meeting and I'm talking to you, well, then we're like that's the first connection. And then the second connection is someone that you know Hmm. that you can refer me to and then, of course, it goes on from there with the third connection so it sort of is like a tier I suppose if that makes sense yeah kind of like on Facebook where it says people you may know type thing and generally you do yeah so there's two episodes there I can't believe I spoke for two episodes about LinkedIn but (laughs) it was good it's hopefully helpful to get you the basics of getting set up and what you need to put on your profile to get it noticed and things you need to do to have an impact And yeah, it's, you know, we spoke before about Facebook and competing with TV and things. A lot of people do go on LinkedIn as part of their work. So they will go to post about the job that they're doing or to post something that is relevant to work. So they're in a different mindset when they're on LinkedIn, which is not being distracted, usually at work. So you can get a little bit more of their attention sometimes as well. Yeah. So, and if you're struggling with getting your profile written properly and how to navigate the best way to do it. What's your (laughs) ad to see, (laughs) Jane? That's my second ad. (laughs) How much am I paying you for these two? Yeah, don't worry, the bill's in the mail. Add it to the tab. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, add it to (laughs) the No, no, seriously, though, it can be quite daunting and, you know, not knowing how to 
just slapping on there that, hi, I'm a cat trainer or something, <laughs> you know, and, yeah, I look after cats and help your cat behave, you know. That's not enough. You really mm-hmm. need to say a lot more than that. So CJ's the person. Yeah, absolutely. And then I think the last one in this section maybe might be the one with a special guest, Aubrey Johnson, who was such a lovely man to talk to and listen to. Even just his voice was beautiful. I think but, he was a broadcaster, wasn't he? He used to do one of his many things that he does. He used to talk on radio, I think. I think so, yeah. And he definitely has a podcast, doesn't he, with a very successful podcast. The Road to Rediscovery. Did thank you. <laughs> Episode 35 was Aubrey. But yeah, he talked about how people help for the struggles that you've been through. And I know mine's a ex- perfect example. So the struggles I went through, I pretty much turned into a business and now help others with that. So it's pretty much he interviews people from over 70 countries, which is quite an amazing feat. Yeah, he talks to people that have overcome unsurmountable odds and now, you know, have gone from, you know, now not only survived that struggle, but now they're thriving. So that, yeah, he has some amazing guests on his podcast too. But yeah, beautiful, beautiful man. Mm, yeah, and I think he spoke about telling his story, about that being important. When I think about this sometimes, because I feel strongly both ways, I really love when people help others through their trials, but I also feel that you should be under no obligation to help others if you've had a difficult time. Now, some people say we should, you know, because we're human and it's all it's important to help each other. But not everyone has to turn their difficulties into a book or a whatever. But having said that, sometimes just telling your story is enough. It's not like you need to go out there and be a spokesperson for mental health or something. You know, you see sometimes people doing these incredible things after, say, the loss of a family member and you go, wow, they just are living with that every single day and I feel like that wouldn't be something that I could do. But You've probably got more experience of that, Sue, with telling, helping people tell their stories and just getting it out and, and helping others through that way. Exactly, because I quite often say to people, and I have helped a lot of people, that they've written their story and then went, oh, I don't actually want to publish it, and that's fine. The thing is, go through the process of writing it down. Now, this could be just for you, but write it down so that you get it out of you and out onto paper because if it stays in, that actually does turn into disease. So you need to really, really think long and hard about do you actually want to heal? If so, then get it out, like write about it. And if you have to, like have a burning ceremony, like print it out and burn it, then completely let it go. But, yeah, it's not about, as you say, you don't have to share it with anyone, but it is important to at least, you know, get it out somehow, even if you don't want to write, like record it, whatever, but just speak about it. Hmm. I think it's probably the process of sharing it with somebody, isn't it? In it's better. It's much better because you feel like you've then been heard. Yes. Somebody else has acknowledged and, like you would, carefully helped somebody through it. You know, you've got to pick your right person to help you acknowledge it. But, yeah, I think I loved his approach and I also wanted to say to people that you don't have to feel obliged <laughs> to help others if you just can't. It's okay to help yourself. Exactly. But, yeah, like grab a friend or even family members maybe, I don't know, sometimes you can get a family member, sometimes it's more a friend. But get someone that, yeah, you can just talk to about it and 
go through that process, as you say, so that it's not sort of stuck and mm. forward with it. And, yeah, you don't have to share it or do anything else with it. Yeah, I love the idea of burning it, <laughs> particularly if it's not setting stories. It's like, ah, let's get rid of it. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I ended up, I think I shared this at one point, a painting I did, and it actually hung in Parliament House mm. when they had a mental health week or month or whatever it was a few years back now. But it was a painting of depression and it was, I did it for a healing process for me. And I remember when I did it, I was yelling at it. I was slapping and throwing paint at it and just letting all the anger out around what was, you know, because it was actually attached to my father, that what the anger and everything was. And so I sort of did that and it was so, it was happy. Very much, yes. Perfect. It was great. You know, on top of that, to be Hanging it in Parliament House, well, that was a big honour. So Yeah. <laughs> well, I think it probably shows the amount of emotion attached to it. So it obviously resonated with other people as well, even though they don't know the story behind it. They would have maybe seen an emotion that they were familiar with. Yes, exactly. And I think it was one of, that was Jim Palooch that we spoke to. I actually sent a picture of that painting to him because mm. he's a depressed motivational speaker and yeah, he actually commented and said, wow, I don't know the actual story, but I can see mm. you've been able to move on and do something amazing with that. Mm. And that just brings me around to, I think we may not have had an opportunity to include this episode in our recaps because we haven't been able to do them all. I'm not sure, but the lady who did the artworks, who spoke about the, who had the layers of Tammy. the yeah. Beautiful, yeah. That just makes me think I've just totally lost my train of thought, though. <laughs> Tammy? Yeah, she's absolutely amazing. The artwork's amazing, but hers is actually, and her story, like she has a constant headache. Right. From a, an accident, she has this constant headache, and she'll never get rid of it, and it's like, I don't know if mm-hmm. I could live with that, but, you know, you learn to, you have to. And so what she does is nature is what helps her. And sometimes her headaches become worse and they end up migraines and she is debilitated with that and can't do anything. Mm. But the artwork, is she uses the artwork but also nature to get her through that and help her heal, it's amazing. And that that's right. That's what made me think of it is we were talking about how art, when people see it, they interpret it in a certain way and that becomes words. And then when you talk with somebody about the painting, that's also language around it. So even though art isn't words, it does have a language associated with it. And I think that was a beautiful sort of way we connected everything because everything does have words because we speak and we talk and we think in words. Every experience that we have has some sort of analysis or word or something attached to it. And I think it's really interesting to recognise that and also recognise that you can change those. You can move them around if you need to. Well, like the art processes that I do, I've got a couple of different methods and same, like we're painting, but then we look at the painting and then we look at what's coming through. Like there's messages there coming through and we write those down. Like I often say to them, well, you know, just look at that and write what comes to you. So you are using words there. Mm. You know, we talk about it. And same as with the other method I use, it's I'm coaching them through whatever topic they're wanting to work on and I coach them through that. And again, I'm using words to tap into their subconscious that is then coming back and giving answers. So Mm. 
absolutely amazing. It's incredible, isn't it? I feel like what we've discovered across this year of podcasting has been the multiple ways in which you can heal yourself. <laughs> yeah. You know, with words and language, as in for all the way from getting a new job to dealing with mental illness. <laughs> you know, there's, yeah. there's all sorts of strategies and methods in our podcasts that I think been really incredible, hasn't it? <laughs> oh, it has. I've loved every second of it. It's been so amazing and looking forward to all our future guests that are going to appear. Yes. <laughs> whoever's coming, whoever's uh, in the universe that is on the way, we look forward to chatting to you. <laughs> yes, definitely. Because we really just let it have its own path this year, didn't we? It just evolved naturally. So we would speak to somebody and then ask them if they could recommend and Often people were recommending others that it just, the podcast came to be a voice for anyone who needed a voice at that time. So I'm quite happy to continue on that way. <laughs> yes, we might change it slightly, but yeah, pretty much going along those lines. We might just add another little thing that we've been talking about. <laughs> so we've got to keep it exciting, don't we? We've got to keep it current. Exactly. Yeah, I've really enjoyed it. And I hope the listeners have enjoyed it, whether you've listened to one or two or all of them. We appreciate everything and let us know, you know, if there's something that's sometimes when we've spoken to people who coming on as guests and they, I love it when they say, oh, I listened to this one and I got something out of that. And it just makes me feel really good when I hear that. So I yeah. would encourage anyone to let us know, even if it's just made your day a little bit better. We would love to know. Really, yeah. Really lovely. And yeah. And if you love it that much, please let everyone else know about us. That would be lovely too. <laughs> Leave us a review, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would be great if you could yeah, leave a review and subscribe to the podcast. We'll be coming back next year or this year, 2024, with more episodes starting up again in some time. I don't know. <laughs> no, they'll just continue on. Just like, carrying through. Yeah, okay. Through. We'll be having a break, but they'll carry on. Yeah, the magic of podcasting. What day actually is it right now? We're not going to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> So did you have anything else you wanted to add, Sue? Yes, in competition. No, I just want to say thank you so much for being the co-host with me of this beautiful podcast and I look forward to our continued success with it. Ditto. Yes. Yeah, I've enjoyed it. I've got a lot out of it. Yes. And thank you to you too. You've done a lot of work behind the scenes. So (laughs) Holy both have. Yeah, it's been wonderful. Well, on that note, we will sign off on our 2023 recap and uh, start up again next time with some new episodes full of exciting things and new guests and new ideas that 2024 is going to bring. It's definitely, we're getting far enough away now from 2020 for it to be a whole new ball game. So yeah, 2024 is going to be an amazing year. I can't wait. Same. Looking forward to it. All right. We'll chat to you then. Okay. Bye. Thanks for listening to Full of Words. We hope you've gained valuable insights and enjoyed the journey with us. Keep honing your communication skills for success and join us next time for more exploration of the power of language in business.